What is up, everybody? Welcome, welcome, welcome to the first ever episode of the Slightly Above Average podcast. I, I still don't know if it's considered a podcast talk show of me sitting in front of the camera for between 10 to 20 minutes and talking to you about random subjects. I'm Josh. I'll be the host of this show. If you're finding this YouTube, Spotify, Instagram, it's going to be slightly above average on all of them. Slightly above average show on Instagram and TikTok if you want to follow us there. Slightly above average on YouTube. If you want, want to follow me personally, it's going to be Josh, real Josh Chang on Instagram. Um, just got to quickly plug the show and plug my personal before we start. Because, hey, who knows? This might blow up and get a million views. And, and there might be a million new people following my Instagram by the end of this. Probably not, admittedly. But that's the crazy thing about social media, man. It's it's actually, it's wild. Um, and if you're listening to this on Spotify, by the way, slightly above average podcast on Spotify as well. And Apple Podcasts, I assume I'm going to put this out on and whatever else you guys feel like listening on. It's, it's ridiculous, like, that I'm thinking about it. Like, I'm just a random guy, and I can just decide to start a podcast, and I have all this equipment, and I can just, you can just listen to it. And so many people try, man. Like, I think I read something over 100,000 podcasts that are started every month, but only how many succeed, right? And I'm going to try to be that how many. I'm going to try and be the 10 or 5 that succeed, although let's see where this goes, right? Let's see where this goes. Um, but yeah, if you're listening to this on Spotify, you might very well be, there's a very high percentage chance if you're listening to this on Spotify or Apple or anything, or even if you're watching this on YouTube, that you are the only person that is going to listen or watch this podcast, which is crazy because then you can say that you've done something that no one else has ever had. You're going to be like your own individual person person well you are your own individual person but you're gonna be like you can make the claim that you're the only person to ever listen to this no one else has done what you've done there will probably be more people on the moon than people who listen to this podcast so you have done something fewer people have done than going to the moon which is impressive, which I think should be incentive for you to stay and listen to me talk for another 20 minutes, no matter how boring it gets. Because it's only 20 minutes of your time, and in return, you get a lifetime of experience, and you get to tell your grandkids, I listened to the first episode of the Slightly Above Average podcast, that only two other people watched on YouTube, and one other person streamed on Spotify. So you, you'll be elite if you watch this podcast, is pretty much what I'm saying. Um... But yeah, man, starting a podcast is crazy, man. I got to like make all these social media accounts on YouTube, TikTok. I got to make an Instagram, a Spotify, Apple account. I already had an Apple account, but you know what I mean? Um, and actually, we already have one follower on our Instagram. My, my boy Colin hit me up um, and hit us with the follow on the Instagram, which is crazy. Which is like absurd that I already have a follower for this show and I didn't do anything. Didn't market this show at all. I mean, I'm a one-man show. I do everything. So, you know, by the way, if you're expecting new episodes, not going to happen very fast. I got to do all the editing, all the filming, all the coming up with stuff to talk about. 
Um, not that there's a lot to talk about. But we already have a follower somehow. I think I put it in the bio of my Instagram account and someone just saw that and decided to follow the show. So Colin, my guy, the guy that followed me, his name's Colin. I hope you're watching this. Hi, Colin. Thanks. I mean, there's pressure on me now. I, I got to deliver for Colin, man. I, I got to do it for Colin. Um, that's crazy. That's the crazy thing about social media. It's, it's instant, man. Like I haven't done anything. I haven't made an episode. Haven't even told anyone what this show is going to be about. And I already have a follower on Instagram. Isn't that, that's wild. That's wild. But man, that moment when you, when you decide to follow someone on Instagram and not, by the way, someone that you know, like if you're with a coworker or you meet a friend and you're like, oh, let's follow each other and we can be happy and like, not like that. That's not what I mean. But when you follow an account, like a meme page or, or like a page of like something you have a hobby for, like a hunting page or whatever, or whatever you like to do, like that moment you hit that follow button, it's such a powerful moment. It's like a, it's almost like you're getting married for me personally. I don't know if you guys feel like that, but for me personally, like when I follow a meme page, it's like, it's almost like I'm getting married to the page. You know what I mean? Like I feel committed to this meme page. I won't even follow a page unless they make me laugh multiple times on multiple occasions. I see their ads pop up. I see them on my explore or whatever you call it on Instagram. And I'll be like, okay, maybe, maybe I should give them a follow. Um, I mean, that's what Instagram is for, right? Instagram is for memes and for me, the news. That's it. I, I don't really use Instagram for anyone else, anything else, not anyone else, anything else. And neither should you. It's a waste of your time. Social media, do something better. I'm just kidding. Um, wow. I'm like more nervous than I thought I'd be. This is awkward. Just me sitting behind a camera and filming and talking. And I don't know who's going to hear this. So it's weird. I'm like being extra aggressive. There's my dog barking. Um, what was I saying? Oh, social media. Yeah, like no one goes on Instagram to do anything else really other than look at memes. And for me, like I said, I'm loyal to my meme pages. I am so loyal to the meme pages I follow. Like all the meme pages I follow, like I followed a long time ago, two years, three years ago, maybe a year ago. And at that time they were posting incredible memes. I was laughing daily. And then over time, uh, they started posting ads for games that I'd never play, games that look like it took literally two seconds to make. They started promoting OnlyFans for like a hundred different girls. And it's like, man, I just want memes. But at the same time, I'm loyal to my meme pages. I'm not going to unfollow them. That's, that's, I'm breaking the commitment I made. Not that they're going to care. Not that they'll notice one of their 10 million followers is gone. But man, for me, I got it. I gotta, gotta stay loyal to my meme pages, man. Um, yeah, man, I just, I can't, I can't unfollow them. It feels wrong for me to unfollow a page. You know, I just have so much hope that maybe one day, maybe after the owner's made enough money that he can just, you know, start posting some good memes again and maybe I'll laugh again. And I know for a fact that there are better meme pages on Instagram, okay? I'm not denying that. I know for, like, for certain there have to be better meme pages on Instagram that I'll laugh to daily, but oh, it's just not the same, man. It's just not the same. I like my meme pages. I'm gonna stick with my meme pages, but that's really anyone goes on social media to do. Like no one cares about people on social media, unless you're talking about influencers, then maybe they care about them a little, 
but just people in general like i feel like no one no one cares but yet we post like people care on social media when no one no one really does like like when people post pictures of their food or, or of a sunset. Like, I don't care that you had fish sticks and nachos for dinner, Jim. I didn't ask, so stop putting it on your story. Everyone's always putting their food on their stories. I couldn't care less if you had fish sticks or whatever I just said. Um, I really could not care less. Stop putting your food on your stories. It's doing all of us a big favor. The problem with that is whenever I see someone with good food or whenever I see good food myself, like I feel compelled to put it on my social media, which is weird because I hate it when other people do it. But at the same time, I'm like, gosh, this food is too good to be wasted. It's content, man, free content. I gotta put it, I gotta put it on my Instagram story. But I hate people, I hate it when people do that. But when I do it, it's okay. Only when I do it though. And like I'm following 500 people, so 500 times a day, you gotta see people's dinner. Like, come on, man. Gotta give us something better. Gotta give us something better. And sunsets, man. This That's the other thing people love posting on social media. It's sunsets. Why? If I wanted to see a sunset, I can Google sunset and there will be millions and millions of professionally edited and photographed, taken, photo taken sunsets that are like edited and beautiful, okay? I don't need to see like the crappy resolution picture you took in the back seat of your mom's van on a Friday night when you went sunset watching or whatever people do to see sunsets. All right, I don't need to see that. So stop putting it on your social media. I don't understand why, why like sunsets are the most valuable piece of content. There's not a single person who has never posted a sunset on their social media story before. That's just not possible. Every single person in this world, including me, which I'll once again admit I'm completely guilty of, has at some point put a picture of a sunset on their Instagram story. And I don't know why I do it either. It's like some innate human thing that just makes me go, sunset, content. Like, no, that's not content at all. But for some reason, I just do it anyways. And it, I, I don't know if it's, because I think it's it looks nice. I'm not an artsy guy, so I don't really care. But when Emily and Bianca and Brenda are all putting it on their stories, it just makes me want to put it on mine, you know? It just, I don't know, man. I don't know. But speaking of social media, can we all agree that Snapchat is by far the worst social media platform in existence? Like, it's so, I don't understand it. What's a, what's a good analogy? Snapchat is like a, Snapchat's like the closed door button on an elevator. You know, when you're younger, it's really cool. You go in the elevator, you want to push all the buttons. But the older you get, the more you realize it's just completely useless. It's the most useless thing in the world and there's no reason why it's there. That's Snapchat. That's literally Snapchat. When you're 10 years old, you're messaging your crush. Ooh, messages disappear after 24 hours. That's so cool. I'm gonna I'm gonna use it. And when you're older, it's like, well, why would I message you if it's just gonna disappear before, like, what? Why, I don't, why? If it's just gonna disappear, like, why would you message anyone on Snapchat, why? The only cool thing about Snapchat was the story feature, 
And even then, like Instagram took it and made it a million times better. There's no reason to have Snapchat. But once again, just like every other thing I've talked about so far, I have Snapchat for no reason, like none at all. I remember when I was in grade four, five, six, I, I don't, I don't, wow. No, six, yeah, grade six. I was dying to get Snapchat. I wanted it so bad, all my friends had it. It was the cool thing. You can get streaks by sending a picture of a black screen and an S on it to one of your friends and if they sent it back, you get a streak and see how long you can keep the streak going. Even though I just saw you for eight hours in school. And I remember I wanted it so bad, but now I'm just like, it's useless. But still, every single day, 50 to 100 people see a picture of my right eyebrow and then they send a picture of their right eyebrow back to me and we send eyebrows to each other. Some people send the full face, but I just don't know how you can have the confidence to send a full face picture on Snapchat. That just doesn't make sense to me. Like, don't you feel ugly? I know for a fact every person feels ugly when they take a picture of themselves. I, I hate taking pictures of myself. So I just send the eyebrow. But back to my point, Snapchat's useless, man. It's actually completely useless. I don't know why people use it. But then again, I feel like everything I've just said this thus far, I wrote down a couple of things on my laptop that like I could talk about. And I was kind of hoping I was just gonna see a subject, talk about it and just start ranting, which is going okay so far. It's going okay so far. But um, one of the big things, I guess, or one of the things that I find funny about this is it's such a first world problem. This is just me coming up with this on the spot, but it's such a first world problem that I'm sitting here complaining about Instagram stories and Snapchat. That's such a first world problem, man. It, it, it really is. Um, my laptop just died on me. One sec. Hello? Laptop, okay. Anyways, as I was saying, that's a loud clap. Oh, by the way, this lav mic um, picks up sound really well, so I might have to edit some stuff out. Um, but yeah, that's such a first world problem for me to be ranting about Snapchat and Instagram. Like, there's so many first world problems, so many things that just make me mad that really shouldn't. I think the biggest one, Probably, what would be like a first world problem that we can all relate to? Like, uh, like you know, when you're charging your phone on your bed, but like the charger doesn't reach all the way so that you can turn yourself around to the other side so that you have to like compromise the longevity of your back muscles by contorting yourself. And then like you can use your phone while also being kind of comfortable, but it's not as comfortable as if you were turned all the way around. So then your back starts to hurt after a while and then it just ruins your afternoon and ruins your morning or whatever and you just feel worse. Like why is that even an issue? You have a charger, you have a phone, you have a bed. Why does, and oh, by the way, no. Something even worse is when you wake up in the morning and your phone isn't charging and that just ruins your whole day. It just ruins, completely ruins your entire day 
because you woke up and realized your phone wasn't charging. That, that's happened to me multiple times where I wake up, I realize my phone didn't charge and it, my, my day is ruined. I own a portable charger. It's just, I'm too lazy to take the charger with me to... Do you realize how ridiculous that sounds? And I know you do it too. Don't lie to me. I know you do it. I know you feel bad when you don't charge your phone in the morning. So don't lie to me. We all do it. Isn't it like wild? It's almost, it's almost insulting kind of that we're too lazy to use the extra charger. We have to use the original one because we can't be charging our phones in our backpacks during the day. No, that'd be a crime. We have to charge our phones at night when we're sleeping and then use it throughout the day. It's, it's, it's honestly, it's crazy, man. I don't, I don't know how we do it and like not feel bad about ourselves every time we get mad over something like this. So phones are a really big issue when it comes to first world problems, I guess. That's funny. But I think probably the biggest problem in terms of first world problems, it's probably gonna be food, right? I mean, half the world has none of it, half the world has too much of it. Like, okay, I was talking to my friend the other day and this is a true story. I was talking to my friend the other day and uh, I just finished eating dinner and she comes up to me, or not, she doesn't come up to me, what am I talking about, we're texting. And she goes, you know what, Josh, I'm, I'm too lazy to cook today, I might just not eat. What? You're too lazy to cook? There are children in Africa walking 20 miles, climbing mountains, fighting tigers, riding elephants just to get to the nearest village where they can get like two drops of water and half a rotten apple. And here we are sitting on the couch with a giant electric box with ice inside that can preserve every single ingredient known to man. Every single food that you can dream of can be in there. And all you have to do is get up and walk like three steps to this box in your air-conditioned fluffy house with your pillows and your bathrobe and your all your clothes on, no animals involved, and you're too lazy to even do that? Man, it makes me, makes me really wonder, like, what's, what's the future gonna look like for us, man, if we're too lazy to cook? That's crazy. Or like, if you're too hungry, or if you are hungry, but you already brushed your teeth, that's another one. I do that all the time. The worst part, I think, with the Sorry, the worst part that I think when I think about being too lazy to cook is that I sympathized with her after she texted me that I, I sympathized with her. I said, I feel you. I feel your pain. I know what it feels like. I get too lazy to cook sometimes. That's crazy. This is like a common feeling. Like, how is that even possible? And if, and if we're too lazy to cook, we can just pick up a phone and any food you can dream of eating will be hot and ready at your door within 30 minutes because of Uber and DoorDash. There are a couple other ones I forgot. I don't remember what all the delivery systems are, but you, you get what I mean. That's crazy. How is that a, how is that a thing? Like, I feel like life should be a little harder than that, you know what I mean? Like, how is this a thing, man? 
or like getting mad. Oh, oh, okay. Getting mad and having your day ruined because the fast food worker put pickles in your sandwich or they didn't put cheese in your sandwich or something like that. That's the most ridiculous one by far. That has to be the most ridiculous one. First one problem that I can think of on the spot. Like we live in a time where you can be gluten free and eat 21 meals, different meals a day. You can be gluten free. Like, how was that even? Like, think about that for a second. You can be, you can be vegan. You can choose to not eat anything that is a product of an animal, which is half of the human diet. And you can eat different meals. You can go to a restaurant and have a vegan option. What? You can be like, that blows my mind. Do you know what gluten is? I didn't even know what gluten was until two years ago when one of my friends told me he was gluten free. I had no idea what that meant. Absolutely none. I have gluten free friends. I have vegan friends. I know gluten free people. I know vegan people. Can you imagine being gluten free anywhere else in the world? Or vegan for that matter. There's no vegans in Nigeria. There's no vegans in Syria. There's no people on gluten-free diets in Afghanistan. Like, yeah, you can be gluten-free in Afghanistan. You know what else you're going to be dead in like two days? Because what are you going to eat? Like, gluten is wheat. So you can't eat bread. You can't eat pasta. You can't eat cereal, donuts, muffins, literally everything. You can't eat. If you're gluten-free and vegan, is that even po- wait, is that even possible? Is it possible to be gluten-free and vegan at the same time? Because if you're vegan, then you can't eat anything that's a product of an animal. But if you're gluten-free, you can't eat wheat. So what, you just literally eat salad? That's, like, that's the only option, right? There's no other food that's not a product of an animal, but also not gluten. Imagine that. That would be wild. If you could be gluten-free and vegan. That'd be crazy. Um, I don't know. I don't think I know anyone like that. Yeah, man. I don't think I do know. I don't. I really don't think I know anyone like that. That'd be wild, man. Anyways. I've been going on for 23 minutes. That's pretty good. I thought this was only going to be like 10. Okay, 23. That's not bad. Should I have an outro music for podcasts? Is that how this works? Look, I'm doing all of this and I'm making all my editing editing decisions after this. So there might be an intro song. There might not be. There might be an outro song. There might not be. I could not tell you. Um, wow, I'm out of things to talk about, which is not good because I'm, I want to do this podcast for a very long time. I want to do this talk show. I, don't, I still don't know what this is called. If you know what this is called, DM me comment on YouTube or whatever. I what what am I doing? Is this a podcast? Does this count? I just have to be on Spotify to be counted as as a podcast, right? I I don't know, man, but I hope you enjoyed the very first episode, guys. Um leave a comment if you're on YouTube or go to my YouTube or go to my Instagram and leave a comment on what I should talk about because I'm already out of things to say. Um and yeah, I hope 
I'm making a second episode soon. I really have no idea what the schedule is looking like. But, um, yeah, guys. Thank you so much for listening. This is Slightly Above Average. Signing off. Mm-hmm.